Hello, everyone, and welcome to Phoenix Talk Radio. This is Andrew Burkham, your host, and uh, if you can't tell, I am still suffering from what is apparently the world's worst cold, and it's miserable. So, this week, we're going to bring you something that's a little bit different. Instead of our typical talk show format where Rob and I sit down and talk about events that are going on in the Central Valley, we're actually going to bring you some live audio from an event that happened just this last week in the Central Valley. This is an event that's uh, put on by the Phoenix Creative Collective, and it's called Rising Storytellers. Now, I'm not going to give you much more of an introduction because Noel Chandler, who spearheaded the, uh, the event, uh, she's going to introduce it for you in just a moment. So, Sit back and relax. Enjoy this live audio. Again, keep in mind, it is live audio, and you'll hear a little bit of a shift at one point. There are four different stories that are presented here. The second one was actually uh, presented in video form, and so I did have the audio from that video. So things will clear up for a little bit there and then go back to, uh, to the standard live feed. But I think this is some great stuff. I was really impressed with the presentation and very proud of what the Phoenix Creative Collective was able to do with Rising Storytellers. So, without any further introduction, please enjoy the live audio from Rising Storytellers. So we're actually going to get started. I'm so sorry that we're late. Thank you so much for your patience. We had some media issues that we wanted to work out because some of these stories are told live and some of them are told on, uh, on screen. And that is one of the things that we're really excited to bring to you today is we had four different writers and every one of those writers had a different take and a different story. And we put different writers on those stories to adapt them and then even more people to perform them. And they'd all ended up in very different kind of looks and ways. And so we have a lot going on in this presentation. We wanted to make sure it was really perfect for you. So thank you so much for uh, your patience with that. Uh, we want to thank uh, Nami Merced County for asking us to do this. There's Miss Emily over there. Thank you so much. Um, the goal of this collaboration was to take the voices of these students and really amplify them. The tagline I kept using was, we hear you, let us make you louder. Uh, and I think that's really important when it comes to mental health. This framework of, I'm trying to like find my light here. I don't know. Okay, there we go. This framework of rising storytellers can be used for a whole lot of different things, um, but using it for mental health awareness is a particularly poignant and I think really good use of the framework itself. So we're really excited to be able to do this for you. We're thank you for to MeTV for being here to record it and making sure that we kind of have it archived for posterity and that we can use it in the future as well. We will be doing this again in May for even older students like ninth through 12th grade uh, with a similar prompt. Uh, so this is just the beginning of a long collaboration and just getting the ball rolling on making sure that students voices are heard. So thank you so much for being here for that. Uh, on that note, we're going to start with Sunset. So can that group get into place? Thank you. A good friend once wrote to me, this is not the end, but the beginning of a new sunset. It's always something with you, isn't it? What did I do now? Nothing. It isn't always about you, you know. I know. My back hurts. You knew your back hurt. <sighs> I bet you want me to pass you those pills. Can you pass me the bottle of pills on the nightstand? Bet you want me to get myself ready for school. You know, why don't you get yourself ready for school? Because I'm seven, Mom. 
because the kids all make fun of me because I can't, I can't properly take care of myself and, and I can't eat a lot of the food because of the intolerances and the food I can't eat, we can't afford. Because I, I want your attention, Mom. I deserve your attention. Well, if you need attention, maybe you should uh, go stay with your aunt for a while. Maybe that would work. My aunt, no, no, Mom, no. I, I hate it there. I hate the way Billy keeps looking at me. I don't, I don't like it there, Mom. I don't, I don't feel safe. No, yeah? Yeah, Mom. It isn't about you. I know. You kind of learn to just shut up. You just learn to accept the feelings that you aren't wanted, loved, or you're loved for the wrong reasons. You start to feel like you are those wrong reasons. Mom, what are you doing? I'm practicing. Writing? Yes. Are you practicing the doctor's handwriting? Go away now. Why are you practicing the doctor's I said go away! Hey, Peanut. Hi, Danny. I didn't know school was out early today. Oh, it, um, it isn't. The school called me, Danny. It's not as bad as it sounds, Mom. You got caught selling because he overdosed. Danny? He's still alive. It doesn't matter. You have to be more careful than that. Mom? Oh, oh yeah? I have to be more careful. Why? So I don't squander this good opportunity to sell muscle relaxers to high schoolers for my loser mother? Watch your mouth. Mom! You know what? Just keep your drugs, Mom. Just keep all of it. Bye, Peanut. Danny. You know what? Good riddance! My back hurts. I love my brother. I missed him for months. I, I even slept in his bed. Then the depression took hold. You know, my back doesn't hurt anymore. Today. It's nice having your father home more. I, it's nice not to have to struggle for money now. Yeah. What's that on your wrist? Nothing. Did you scratch yourself? Did, did you cut yourself? Maybe. Did you try to slit your wrist? Answer me, young lady! Dramatic. Oh. 
ungrateful. Oh, please. It's always something with you, isn't it? This is not the end. This is the beginning of a new sunset. A sunset means hope because it means the end of a current pain, the coming of a calm, cool, dark, and the promise of a sunrise. Each new challenge is a sunset with an eventual sunrise. Can you see me? I am not my brother. I do not have his name or his face. I do not share his thoughts or his feelings or his memories or his illness. Sometimes I think people can't see me at all because when they look at me, he is all they can see. When my parents told me that they were getting a divorce, I didn't even know what it meant. I had to ask everyone I knew. I was in first grade and I told my friend at school that day because I didn't know what else to do. And so by lunch, everyone knew. And I was a bad luck charm. Me. I hadn't done anything, but somehow everyone looked at me different than before. And I was alone. People stopped seeing me that day. They just saw the divorce. My brother felt it too, and I didn't even know it. While I tried to understand how life was changing, Dad moved out, Mom was sad, and I couldn't figure out how to comfort her. It didn't occur to me that I saw less and less of my brother. He was building a cocoon around himself, living in his room with only his computer and his video games. And his thoughts. I do not have my brother's thoughts. I don't even know what they were, but the sickness was taking over and changing them somehow. And I never even knew. Until the day he came out of that cocoon. I was eight years old when my brother threatened to hurt himself. And not just himself, but my mom. And me. I was scared, yes. I was scared because I didn't understand what had happened to my brother, because I didn't feel safe in my own home. I slept with my door locked at night because I was afraid of my own brother. And I still loved him because he was my brother, but I was afraid because I didn't know what had happened to him. School came, and things felt better. I talked to my school counselor and told her what had happened with my brother, and I felt better for a while but I don't think that my counselor saw me. She just saw the threat of my brother's illness. Soon after this, he was picked up on a 5150. 5150. Four numbers that mean a hospital has taken you into protective custody because they are worried that you are a danger to yourself or to others. He went away once and then again and then again, and I started to think that maybe it was the counselor's fault, that one that I had talked to, or, or maybe the principal. My brother was just living his life and trying to do his best, right? Like the rest of us, right? But I had no one to ask, because no one saw me. 
They just saw those four numbers wherever I went. At least life was predictable. We knew what was coming every day, and I started getting used to it, and that was a kind of strange comfort. But it was something. Then, out of nowhere, my brother was arrested. I didn't even know what he had done wrong. He hadn't done anything. He was just gone. And once again, I was left behind. I couldn't even tell how I felt. I felt safe for the first time, and I couldn't remember how long, but afraid now in a very different way. My family was breaking. If they could just take him away like that, how long would it be before they took me, too? I was falling into the dark, scared, confused, helpless, and for the first time, I couldn't even see myself. I wanted to see my brother so badly, just to sit there and see him and talk to him, but I couldn't. Because while he stayed in juvenile hall like a criminal, I wasn't even allowed to come up to the front desk, let alone see him or talk to him. He didn't do anything wrong. They just couldn't think of another place to put him. The worst of it was how devastated my mother was. That was her little boy locked away in there, and all she had to show was a few letters that he was able to send. And again, we were alone. In a world full of people, we were alone because who could relate to us or understand us? Who would believe us? Who could see us? And at school, the bad luck charm became worse. I walked the halls by myself, aware of the stares and the whispers that since my brother was mental, I must be mental too. They couldn't see me. They could only see my brother behind those bars. But I am not my brother. And then one day... And then one day... I met people who could see me. People like me. That suffered from depression and anxiety brought on by the struggles of their lives just like me. And I started to get stronger as I listened to the stories of people who were learning to cope, to take life one day at a time and keep on fighting. Because we can't let the darkness and the loneliness and the fear take us away forever. We can't change what mental illness has done to our lives, but we can keep living them stronger and stronger every day. I love my brother, but I am not my brother. And I want the world to finally see me for who I am. Can you see me now? Hi, Hazel. My name is Dr. Jamie. Do you know why you're here? Of course. The same reason I'm always in rooms like this. Do all psychiatrists have the same interior decorator? Major deja vu. I suppose it is a bit predictable, but I like it. It's meant to be calming. Does it bother you? No, it's just become the wrong kind of normal. What's the right kind of normal? Time for breakfast! Yeah, yeah.
Take it or leave it. I'll be right down. Hurry up or your sister's gonna eat all the cereal. I'm on my way. You snooze, you lose. I'm on my way. Do you do things like that often? It's just hair. Then why bother with it? Why not leave it alone or shave it off, not have to worry about it anymore? Why cut off chunks of it? I don't know, it's comforting. Sometimes I just need to is all. It's like asking why do you need to eat or why do you need to breathe, you just do. You think that's the same thing? Aren't you gonna ask me about my friend? Eventually, but if you want to talk about it now, go for it. Doesn't matter. How long has he been around? A while. Does he have a name? Adam. Hey, can I come in? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with a friend visiting a friend? How did you get up here? There is a perfectly good front door downstairs. Ladder. Uh, front doors are so boring. <laughs> it's so expected. Isn't it, though? I get so tired of doing what everyone expects me to do. Uh, using doorbells. Eating breakfast in the Going morning. Going to school. Hanging out with people. Cleaning your room. Oh, get to it eventually. And what's wrong with hanging out with people? You're different. You don't make me anxious. So what's up with Hazel today? Therapy, counseling, whatever they call it. In fact, we probably have to leave in a... Tell me about it. What do you want to know? Whatever comes to mind. Personality, hair color, favorite food. Does he like games? Is he a reader? Anything at all? I've never seen him eat. Okay, anything else? He just... He's just nice to talk to. How so? He doesn't do what's expected. What do you mean? You know, everyone expects stuff. To say the right things, do what you're supposed to, be the way they want you to be. Everyone I meet, everyone I talk to, it's like waves of pressure. Do what they want you to do, be what's expected. I don't feel about that. He doesn't do what's expected and he never expects me to do that either. We just are. You feel that pressure all the time. I mean, yeah, of course I do. To be a certain way. Yeah, there's, you know, a path in life. Be this way, do these things, don't do these things, don't be that way. It's overwhelming. Uh, does everyone say that to you? No, sometimes I guess, but they always think it. Including me? Yes, I guess. You guess. Do you mean yes? It's okay, you can answer. Are you feeling the pressure now? Yes. Are you feeling anxious? Yes. I can't help but notice that you're suddenly very quiet. Hazel. It's okay, you can answer or not answer. What you do is up to you. I get scared. What scares you? I'm scared of what people think of me, what they say about me. I'm afraid of what's coming, the future of being who they say I'm gonna be. There's the way things are going to be. What I'm going to be for my entire life, and everybody knows exactly what that is except for me. 
I'm afraid there's no other way to be than this way. I just wish people would stop thinking about me. Hazel, there's more than one way to be. There are so many ways to be. And when people think about you, it's not because they decided who you are. It's because they're interested in finding out who you will become. They don't know, they just care. If you want, you can sit down and we can talk about it. Okay. Put your seatbelt on. Yeah, I know. How did it go? Do I need to start looking for someone else? It was great. Really? It was amazing. Which is all the time. Mostly I think about suicide. I didn't gradually become alone. It happened in a moment. Here it comes. You never even saw it coming. The moment it all started. You didn't even know what was happening. Is it going to hurt? So much. It's going to hurt so much. Ew, who's that? Oh, it looks like somebody threw up on the ground. Nah, it's just a sixth grader. You mean it's human? I think so. Maybe. Why did you do that? You shouldn't have said that. You should have just stayed quiet. You should have just waited until they were gone. Walked away in silence. Oh, I need a reason? Because you're ugly. Because this school doesn't need, isn't a place for losers. Go back to where you came from. Nobody wants you around. Nobody cares. Nobody likes you. Isn't that enough of a reason? I've got more if you want them. You got something else you want to say to me? Run. Like a coward. Hide. You can't escape. Somewhere private. You can't, uh... Can't run from the truth. A bathroom stall. And everything she said was true, wasn't it? As if walls could keep us out. Are you crying? Of course he's crying. Just stay here for the rest of the day. No one will miss you anyway. The toilet's the perfect place. Your natural habitat. Just stay hidden. Alone. Just think and cry and stare at the words written on the walls. Just stay alone. Hey, Mom. Good day at school? Yeah, it was fun. Did you meet anyone new? Yeah, I got homework. Get it done right away. That's a good habit. Check your phone. Instagram is blowing up. She found your account. You're famous. Everyone's laughing. You look so stupid. Everyone's going to remember this. Forever. Why didn't you just shut up? Stay silent. Why didn't you just let them walk away? Stay hidden. Maybe you should have apologized for getting in their way. Maybe tomorrow will be better. It won't be. Tomorrow might be better. Good night. We'll see you in your dreams.
I don't feel so good. There's something that's going around at school. Everyone's been getting it. Yeah? Yeah. A flu, headache, sore throat, that sort of thing. You do look kind of tired. I was up all night coughing. Really? I didn't hear anything. You don't have a fever. You'll be fine. Go to school. And if you're not, there's always another bathroom stall. When I got to school, everyone was looking at me, staring at me, whispering about me. Because of the picture? Of course, because of the picture. Just ignore them. Hey, did it hurt? You know, when you fell to the ground. Hate to be you. <laughs> so embarrassing. Ooh, watch out for that crack in the sidewalk. Run away. They really ought to put warning signs on that sort of thing. No, or maybe just on her. My name's Tanner. Watch out, or stay away, or I might fall on you. Hide. It's never going away. We'll be with you everywhere you go. The first month of school is over. Did you see the new picture? I didn't think you could get any uglier. Hold it in, you can cry when you're alone. A second month gone. I hear that he's so stupid, they've invented a whole new grade because F wasn't bad enough. I heard he had to cheat just to spell his name right. Three months, alone. She, he's in the bathroom, like, all the time. Good, that's where she belongs. Just continue to hide. Four months gone. I heard her parents traded him in for a dog. I heard he has herpes. Five months of school. Over. Take a look at the latest pic. Wow, Tanner, you look terrible, even for you. Six months gone. I heard he has cancer. Really? Nah, we're not that lucky. Seven months of cry, eat, sleep, repeat. Ugly. Stupid. Just ugly. Cry, repeat. Ugly. Diseased. Unwanted. Cry, just diseased repeat. and ugly and Friendless. Alone. Cry. Repeat. Deceased. Enough! I am done. I, I should have done it sooner. I don't know what I'm waiting for. I wish I could just leave. I'm done. Done with bullying. Done with rumors. Done with anxiety. Done with school and everything that's been hurting me. I wish I could just leave. Leave the earth, the universe. I am done with everything. to send us in their words for us to adapt and then help put on stage. Can I get a round of applause for all the actors who came up? Thank you so much, you guys. And all of our fantastic tech people and all of that. Um, I, if you 
are a writer and you'd like to come get something from me before the before you guys leave, that would be great. We have just a little something for you. Uh, and I want to say thank you again for being brave enough, everybody, to to be here and be a part of this. Uh, this is not an easy conversation to have, uh, and it's something that desperately needs to a conversation that desperately needs to happen. So uh, we're interested in continuing the conversation again in May with some slightly older students, but in between then. Please check out uh, NAMI Merced County. Please check out Phoenix. Please check out uh, any of the, the wonderful partners that we've had, uh, and all of us can continue the conversation together. Okay? Thank you so much. We'll see you guys later. Thanks. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining me this week. This has been Phoenix Talk Radio. Phoenix Talk Radio is a production of the Phoenix Podcast Network. The Phoenix Podcast Network can be reached at phoenixpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for at Podcast Phoenix. The Phoenix Podcast Network is an affiliate of the Phoenix Creative Collective. The Phoenix Creative Collective is also on Twitter and Facebook. Phoenix CC Merced, look for them there. And you can email them at phoenixccmerced at gmail.com. Well, thank you so much for joining me this week. I'm hoping next week we'll be back to kind of a regular format. Uh, hoping this cold will have cleared up. But I do appreciate you sticking with me through this one. And I hope you really enjoyed that audio because that event was absolutely fabulous. Thank you one more time for being with me. I look forward to seeing you again next week. Now get out there and make, or at least experience, some art.